What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, New Vision, this is Ben Curtis. We're on day three of our Behold the Light Advent podcast, and we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 15, as well as Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. I'll be reading from the New International Version. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some of it and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid themselves from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, Cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. I actually want to focus our time on this next verse that I'm about to read. So pay super close attention. And he goes on to say, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. I don't know how soon you get into the Christmas spirit. Some of you probably had your trees up since right after Halloween. Uh, Others of you are traditionalists and you're holding out. You've held out until after Thanksgiving. But, you know, I wonder how early, how early do you think is too early to prepare for Christmas? Well, this might be a little bit of a blow to the traditionalists, but God actually prepared for Christmas from the very beginning. One of my favorite quotes uh, is by David Ferguson. He said, the world was made so that Jesus might be born. And that's kind of hard to get our minds around, but that's how central Jesus is. That's how central Christmas is, not only to the Bible, but to all of creation. So in Genesis 3, we're in the Garden of Eden, and God's people are in God's place under God's rule and and blessing. They can go anywhere. They can do anything. And, And you have all these trees that are just hanging with fruit and Lord's provided for him. He goes out and walks with them in the cool of the day. So it's just this perfect environment, perfect relationships with the Lord, perfect relationships with each other, even between Adam and Eve in creation. Everything is perfect. But then disaster hits. Darkness enters the picture. This serpent slithers up and, and tells the lie. And, 
and he tempts this couple into believing things that are not true. And Adam and Eve, unfortunately, they take the bait, they choose to believe these lies, and as a result, the whole universe just unravels and, and plunges into darkness. Um, and, and, and everything starts to go wrong. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And that's exactly what we see happening. Everything in the garden is inverted, and, and, and everything that starts going wrong in Genesis 3, these are all the things also, if you think about it, that can go wrong with our lives and, and that can go wrong with Christmas. Um, the first thing I would point out is that the serpent comes along and convinces Adam and Eve that, that God's holding out on them. Is he really forbidding you from that fruit? I can't believe that. That's the best one. I bet when you eat that fruit, you know, your eyes are going to be open and it's going to be amazing. And, and you know, Satan does the same thing with us, doesn't he? He, he comes and he tries to make us think that we're, we're missing out. Now, doesn't that ruin Christmas, right? You, you don't feel like you have enough. And so whether you think you're missing out on money or things or relationships, whatever it may be, the serpent comes and he whispers in your ear, yeah, you're missing out on this, you're missing out on that thing. And, and Adam and Eve believe the lie, and, and that's the first thing that goes wrong. But then the second thing that goes wrong, the serpent actually gets them to fight with each other and and, and Adam and Eve, I mean, they're they're literally a match made in heaven, right? And and yet, as soon as they listen to the lies, they they start fighting, they start blaming. Adam blames the woman, she blames the serpent, and and again, doesn't that just ruin Christmas? That sometimes that happens. The people that we love the most, we start looking at them and identifying them as the problem, and we blame them, and and it just kind of ruins Christmas for everyone. And then when, when everything goes wrong, the Lord says something. He says, well, I'm going to actually curse. I mean, the Lord says to Adam, I'm going to curse work. And so he says, by the sweat of your brow, you're going to work, but the earth is going to produce thorns and thistles. And so your work is now under the curse. And, and, and man, doesn't that ruin Christmas too? I mean, some of you, you may have to work on Christmas Day or Others view maybe if you don't have to work, you're still kind of carrying the stress of work into your Christmas, and uh, maybe for some you don't even have a job at Christmas, and so work makes Christmas hard and makes life hard. And then the ultimate consequence comes when the Lord says to Adam, "Dust you are, and to dust you'll return." And so He speaks about death, and I know we didn't read this portion of the scripture, but this is just a reality. At, at Christmas dinner, there's going to be, for some families, there's going to be an empty chair this year, and you're going to feel that loss in a very painful way. But in the midst of all that loss and, and in the midst of what feels like darkness, uh, we can also see this ray of light, and the Lord comes and preaches Christmas, and He says to the serpent, I'm going to make you enemies with the woman, uh, there's going to be conflict between your offspring and her offspring. You know, so far this doesn't sound like good news, but then he says something interesting. The woman's offspring, Eve's offspring, he's talking to the servant. He says, she's going to crush your head, this offspring, and he will strike your heel. And so the first promise of Christmas is this promise that an offspring of the woman is going to come and crush Satan. He's going to come and crush all of his lies. He's going to make all the right out of all the wrongs that 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 sin has brought about in God's good world. But it's going to come at a cost. Because as he deals this death blow, this fatal 
wound to the head of the serpent, he's going to be struck on the hill. He's going to be struck on the cross. But, you know, a hill wound, that's not fatal, right? Because the reality is he's going to rise on the third day in victory. And, and the glory of this child is that he's going to actually reverse the curse. He's going to begin punching holes in the darkness. He's going to take all the things that, that ruin our lives, all the things that can ruin Christmas, and, and show us a much better way. You want more in life, and, and Satan tempts you to believe that this is the only way you're going to be happy if you get this. But Jesus comes and he says, I'm giving myself to you. I'm the one who can satisfy the thirst of your soul. He comes to people who we tend to blame and fight each other, and he says, because I'm taking the blame for your sin, I forgive you. Now go and extend that same kind of forgiveness to other people. And so we're released from the blame game because Jesus has taken the blame on the cross. And, and because of that, I can now begin to deal with others in grace. And then work that's so hard, and, and it's going to remain hard, but Jesus says, look, you don't need to work for an identity. I'll give you one for free and forever. I'll give you rest and peace. And then the final one, the biggie, death, Jesus comes into our world and he shares our suffering and even in our death, but he punches a hole through the darkness and he punches a hole through death itself. And he says, put your hand in mine and I'll safely take you to the other side. You don't have to fear death. Jesus is the reverser of all the curses that we see in Genesis 3. He's the one who can set our Christmas straight because he's the serpent crusher. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us tomorrow. Pastor Nick will be picking up and actually carrying us through our next two podcasts, so we hope to see you then. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.